Bonsoir, Aaron. <laughs> Bonjour, mes amours. Not bad. I don't know. Is that... Well... Is it mes amours? Is it me amour? Mes, I don't know. Uh, mes amours. Mes amours. Wait. If you're doing French. I don't know if that in was your Spanish, intention. In Spanish, Duolingo, which... We'll mes amores. We'll probably be talking about it in a minute. <laughs> More Duolingo? I gotta love the Duolingo. Getting, Sponsor of the pod, probably. You getting fluent there? <laughs> you know, I, I'm reaching the point now where mm-hmm. I actually have to do the lessons in between the exams. Oh, yeah. Whereas I used to not be that way. So, like, I have clobbered through Unit 1. I'm on, like, almost... I think I'm done with Unit 2. I'm on Unit 3 now. Mm, There you go. Duolingo. I I did, what is it, five years of Spanish in in high (laughs) school and college, and I'm like... What the fuck is like a chair? It'll leave you <laughs> real quick. That everyday vocab when you're not using it every day, babe. But I still do love, I, every time I'm in Mexico, I will use my <laughs> like really shitty Spanish to try and like... Aaron, if I had your confidence, I would have absolutely been fluent in French by now. Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I'm fluent though with my confidence. I think I just speak it. That's the thing. You know how many people are just scared to try, especially well, with language. Well, I will say, what, like with language, what's so fun is learning how they say the like how they create sentences in a yeah. way that is uh, different than us, like syntax, in English. Syntax, mama. Syntax. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like sometimes the verb is before or adjectives, like after instead of yeah. before, like we would use. Like a YouTube video I just saw called um, Georges Reading to Filth Bosco. See, in their language, that's the syntax, mama. In ours, it's like, what are you doing? It's, you're reading Bosco to filth, not reading to filth Bosco. You know what I mean? I I do. You just listen flew, back you flew, to this. You flew over my head. Listen back to this. It'll make sense. I, yeah, you flew over my head. <laughs> Perfect. I don't. <laughs> you know, Aaron. I do have to address something from last week's pot. I have to come clean. What is that? What is that? I did make reference to I don't know. Quote: uh, White girl rapping. Turns out Charlie is not fully white. Okay. There. Yeah. And I just want to apologize. I don't want to assume ethnicity is on here. No. Mm-mm. And again. NPR, they do research. So I had a joke that I was going to actually make after you said white girl rapping. And I was going to be like, is that just called like spoken word? Is that like what white girl rapping is? (laughs) And I thought about it when I listened to the episode. I was like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I had that. I did have that joke. I was gonna, I was gonna put out there, but we just and you just ne- it didn't. You know, you I didn't think get it in there. <laughs> I bet you, I space cadetted my way to Mars again. That happens sometimes. That so, does. <laughs> so Simon, I feel like this has become a regular thing for season three. But I have to ask, what are you drinking? Wow, <laughs> thank you for asking, Aaron. You know, I am drinking a Kirkland brand. That's Costco uh, hard seltzer. Can you believe? You know what? Um, well, since they came from my fridge, I, I can believe. <laughs> if you don't shop at Costco, mm, what, what are, you, are do- you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? These, these drinks are pretty much like probably the exact same thing. I don't think that they're there actually is, better. There is nothing about like a seltzer that is any different from one brand to the other, in my opinion. I feel like even flavor, even flavor wise, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. give three fucks. Some, I, you know, I agree. I feel like, how do you fuck up a seltzer? But there are some that are not good. There are, there are some that are actively bad, but like the yeah. ones, what, what I always look for is 5% alcohol. Okay. For a hundred percent. Yeah. For a hundred calories. Okay. Usually if it goes down to like an 80 calorie thing, you go down to uh, 4% alcohol. 
I think that every 20 calories is an extra percent. Hmm. So you got to look for that. If you see 100 calories for 4.5, Mama, you got the wrong brand. You got the wrong brand because this Kirkland is Mm -hmm. 100 for 5. 100 for 5. And what I'll tell you is the the price of this, I think it's like 24 for 1997 or something. Now come on. That is a deal. Come on. If you get like a white claw from the store, you're, you're talking $15 for 12. You're losing money if you don't buy it. You so like if you are a Costco person, if you mm-hmm. whether or not you are a Costco person, you can go into a Costco, go to the liquor section. You, you can don't need, because you can't um, have like a club membership to sell and to sell, sell alcohol. alcohol. Yes. I think that's a Minnesota thing, mm. but I think worldwide, just tell them Bopper Flop sent you and they'll let you in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, use promo code Bopper Flop at a Kirkland. <laughs> at, at, at a Kirkland. Kirkland. <laughs> at a Kirkland clinic. It's essentially a Kirkland. You it, know? It, I mean, it has to be. <laughs> you know, while we're on a consumerism high, I do have to announce that I am on a rush right now because I did secure a PlayStation 5 today. Yeah you, yeah, you did. I did. You're going to be gaming even more? That's right. As a PC gamer, what what make, what gets you into this PS5 realm? Honestly, I'm probably wasting my money because the last two consoles I've purchased, I have then sold for less money than what I paid for. See, so we're probably just doing this again. But what I do... So what I like about PC gaming specifically is I like shooters because it's... With a mouse and keyboard, it's more control. I like it a lot more... But I don't want to play like a story-driven role-playing game sitting down on my computer. So that's what a that's what a PlayStation Five is for. You know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Laptops for too. <sighs> no, Mm-mm. no. Um, we had one other topic we wanted to chat about before mm. we brought in our guest, oh. which I feel like we've kind of gone on like three different tangents. Mama so mia. sorry, sorry to our guest. <laughs> Mama mia, which did not win an Oscar. No, it didn't. But you know what did? Yet again. You know what won three Oscars? What? Coda. <laughs> Which, okay. If the you, supporting if you a, actor, I get. He was do, do, I thought, like, the whole cast was good. Like, ensemble, I feel like they should have... But I, I do <sighs> not think that they should have won the Oscar. Best movie? that Mama, that was a Disney movie script. I don't okay. know. I mean, it was it was a it was an adapted screenplay from like some like Russian movie or whatever else. <sighs> but it it truly was just kind should of like have, the formulaic kind of like. Well, we have the problem, and oh, I feel <laughs> defeated, and family comes through in the end. You know, like and, uh, I don't really think I'm a singer. I'm just not that confident. And then the, the giant faggot. Yeah, the uh, representation. Music teacher, representation music is like, come on, queen. <laughs> You can do it, honey. Hundy. That, that's the dialogue. Let's get you dragged up, mama. <laughs> very yes, that. It's very that. Sickening. <laughs> that is uh, the movie. It was Laganja Estranja. That's yeah. who it was. <laughs> she had a cameo. <laughs> She's like, come on, let's get sickening. And then she did a death drop, broke her neck. But what I what I will say is probably I, I don't want to give too much airtime to the thing that everyone's been talking about. I want to give airtime to something that's that hasn't been talked about as much with the Oscars, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. the Liza Minnelli moment with Lady Gaga. Did you watch? How do we feel about that? I I to me it shows just how much grace mm-hmm. and how much uh, of a a good person and respectful person Gaga is of all of these yes. these um, mm-hmm. legends that are that are definitely aging. Right. Um, she mm-hmm. did the same thing with Tony Bennett, but like for anyone that wasn't listening, Liza um, appeared on the Oscar stage probably for her last time. 
Yeah, probably. She was struggling with like how, like what she was supposed to be doing. She didn't really know where she was or what what was next to talk about. And she was giving, and and Gaga one was praising Liza at every moment, but also Mm -hmm. like being able to like support her and get through it. Yeah. It was just so wonderful to see. It like made me almost tear up. I did love it. And then part of me was like, did Liza want to be out here? Like, she doesn't know where she is or what's going on. I don't know. It, it Part of me was like, Ugh, I don't know. I think I think the fact that it was Gaga, I don't mm-hmm. know if there is another celebrity that I've seen that would be able to do that with such grace and poise and yeah. also such respect for the mm-hmm. artist and like not letting us kind of be sad about where they are now in life, mm-hmm. but more about celebrating where they've been. And I think that was just really yeah. cool to see. I mean, Gaga knows how to pay respect. I mean, you remember the, her Grammys performance she did in homage, or an homage, uh, what the, what's the word, you know? Uh, tribute? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. To uh, Julie Andrews, Sound of right. Music. Again, and yeah. she did, she had her moment, she sang beautifully, and then Julie Andrews came out and she bowed out and was like, Queen, here you go. That all you. icon, just legend, everything I absolutely. think absolutely absolutely Aaron we gotta review an album today you know this isn't just a, a gossip column that's it, not all we are <laughs> mama we also review albums we are we are business professionals and that's we right. like the the business uh, special that's right um, music critics music critics maybe right. one day at the Grammys who knows mm, who knows um Simon, what are we reviewing this week? We're uh, reviewing a little Marin Morris, I do think. Little Marin Morris. Yeah. Album is called Humble Quest. Humble Quest. And I will tell you, so for this guest, uh, they are the spouse of a previous guest. We love that. They, uh, I think the previous guest did, um, I think was it our second or third? It was second. Second, second episode second ever. Episode. Crazy. Crazy, incredible to see how far we've gone. And we have been trying to get this guest on for uh, a couple different times, I think I've reached out. They're booked, they're busy. They're booked, busy, but it also, like, I think you gotta find, you gotta find an artist that you feel confident in. And find the right match. And uh, in talking with him, he was like, well, I guess we'll find out in a little bit, but... (laughs) I found him on, on Apple Music listening to the album, and I was like, okay, well, I think I know who I'm going to be asking to see if they want to be on. And of course they said yes. And of course he said yes. And uh, let's give a warm welcome to Britt Murphy. Hello. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I got big shoes to, feel, to fill with yeah. uh, Michael having been here on the second episode. Look, so hopefully I, can, hopefully I can make you guys proud. Look, no pressure, but he really... He really set up a high bar, don't you think? Oh, well, he's the biggest Dixie Chicks fan. Chicks That's fan. That's the Chicks Sorry, fan. No, I mean, Dixie he's the here. biggest Chicks fan that I... Uh, that you'd ever true. know. It's yeah. true. Yeah. And, I mean, I, what I will say, though, is I don't know if I remember too much about the episode. I, I remember <laughs> we went into some pretty weird subjects. Probably. Which is typical of the podcast. Sure, sure. Um, so, Britt, I have, to, I have to ask. Let's set the stage. Mm. What is... What is your experience with with Marin? Because I remember you talking to me saying, "I don't know everything about Marin. Is that going to be a problem?" And I was like, "I don't give three fucks." Yeah, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I kind of stumbled on her music. Um, I would say back in twenty eighteen. I would say 2018, 2019. Yeah, that's before um, me. I, I really was never a big fan of country music, and I've kind of fallen in with this kind of new girl country music with well, Casey and isn't Kelsey that very Ballerini. much isn't that very Michael too though uh, no he's a little bit 
more like old school. Yeah, like, Michael, you think so? Michael likes oh, his old school girl. He okay. loves like yeah. Barbara Mandrell and mm. I mean, we're old stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, chicks are kind of newer for him. Yeah. So. so you're liking, you said Marin, like the Carrie Underwoods then? Is that? No, not so much Carrie Underwood. Okay. More um, Casey Musgraves, Kelsey yep. Ballerini, oh. um, mm-hmm. In- Ingrid Andrus. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. I've, I've heard. Never heard. Well, heard yeah, of. Probably. Yeah, heard she's of. real wonderful. Okay. Um, Chris Stapleton. Um, I mean, I'm more of a female artist I mean, person, but yeah. I do like Chris choir. Stapleton, yeah. too. I think he's got some great music. Britt, if you if you looked at like the albums that we've reviewed, I think 90% <laughs> of them are women. That's yeah. that's a good thing. I, I'm yeah. all about female artists. I don't like... To me, I kind of go like, as a music critic... And a critically acclaimed music critic. <laughs> that, what were we on the Philippine charts? 93? No, <laughs> I think 193, maybe? Something like that. Hey, we, something. We are, we're making our way up. Love our <laughs> Philippines fans. But uh, we probably should be doing a little bit more mixing up. And I think, I think of the, the male artists, I'd say three quarters are gay. Gay, yeah. So it, that'll happen. You know, that'll that's just... Happen. It's the same for me. I mean, even... The male artists I'm listening to, a lot of them are gay. Troy yeah. Sivan, Tro- like you, I'm a huge Babe. Troy fan. We love yeah. Troy. We love. He's wonderful. <sighs> um, so you listened, you started with Marin in 2018, 2019. Um, was that like her first album or? It was right at, as, uh, you know, she was just getting ready to release Girl, her second album. Yeah. Isn't, is, is, that's the one that she's most known for, right? Like, is that like I her? I would say yes. I mean, the first album was Hero. Um, and I can't remember, I think it came out in like 2016 or something like that when I was doing my, doing my homework. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. and she had several songs off that album that had some success. And I think that's kind of where I first started hearing her music. And then she came to Dallas when I lived there and was at this very small venue and I went and saw her and that was right when she released the album Girl. Mm. So fun. So did she, was it one of the, the concerts where she performed songs uh, from the album before the album was out or was the album just out again i don't re- i wish i remembered exactly oh, you remember. know but it was either right as the album was releasing or probably maybe a little bit before because mm. she played a little bit from the first album and then right. you know a little bit from girl from what i remember now aaron if you're going to a concert are you one of those people who's like you know album's not out yet i want to hear them perform it live before I hear the album or are you looking to listen to the album and then go see the girls yeah that's a great question and I think it actually I know, thank you an experience <laughs> came up I think it was last week mm-hmm. about Maggie Rogers was it last week that we we were chatting up no two weeks ago it definitely wasn't Grant who was two weeks ago I love Maggie Rogers by the way yeah Maggie Rogers she's amazing great. you know it is hard to remember two weeks back <laughs> Could have been anyone. Could have been honest. anyone. If you were our guest two weeks ago, was sorry, we forgot about you. No. It was Kelsey. Was it? It was Kelsey. Okay. It was Kelsey. Okay. Um, Maggie Rogers, when she was in concert, she only had like an EP out, maybe, maybe mm. two EPs, okay. which is not enough for a concert. Mm-hmm. So what she did is she played a couple of the songs that were like the popular ones, mm-hmm. but then she went through the album from front to back. We didn't know any of the songs, and it was like the most magical experience wow. in the whole wide world. Okay. What I would say is, I am the type of person. Yeah. I guess this is a, this is probably the better question. You do like you look sing. at the? Do you look at the set list ahead of the concert? <sighs> I do. I do too. I, I just do. recently started doing Me that. Me too. I, I used to just go in kind of blind and not yes. really know what I was what was going to happen. And I've recently started looking at the set list. I don't know what changed for me, but same. 
I, th- I, I think just, for, I, I needed to know. I think for me, it's, there are artists that have so many albums out or they, they're an artist that you like their latest album, but you don't know all of their albums, right? Yeah. And it is a way of you being able to go, okay, what songs do I need to like <laughs> go to the familiarize myself with going into the show? Okay. What I will say is one of my favorite things to do is to go and listen to the set list after the show. Yes. Cause you, good one, good one. Literally, I can't get over how like it is mm-hmm. somehow the perfect culmination of like ups and downs yeah. and like it's kind of building the perfect like greatest hits album, or at least like a great story with the album in terms of the highs and the lows, etc. Again, Bleachers was also one of my favorite shows that I've ever been to this last year. So fucking good, and I still go back to that playlist and like mm-hmm. listen to the the set list. So good. You know, it's a way to maintain the high just a little longer, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, people that uh, were just at Ultra, and they're watching their set lists um, mm-hmm. now because they're like, I'm ha- I'm going through a calm down right now, mama. <laughs> I can say that again. Ugh. Um, speaking of, have either of you been to, like, a, a EDM or electric dance um, festival at all? I have not. Not, like, a full-blown festy, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I always, I really do want to go. Me too. They look a little scary. They, it's just a lot of people. I think they look, to me, they look less scary than a, a, like a, a gay circuit cruise. <laughs> oh, that's the scariest of I'm them. doing oh, my babe. first gay circuit cruise this fall. Okay. Are you? <laughs> How I'm many nervous. days? I'm very nervous. How many it's days? It's a full week. Oh, God. oh my God. It's the Baltic cruise. And there will so. be some people who go out every night. Oh, I know. Not me. And I said, I'm aging out of the every night thing. I got to pick my spots. Yeah. Britt, what I will say that I, I love about you is that both you and Michael just kind of, you're able to party with the boys, but you're also able to know, like, we, we're it's trying to... time for us to go. Well, and I used to be such a Judge Judy about all of that back in the day <laughs> when I was younger. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh my God, it's so fun to like dip your toes into that world every Completely. now and then and have a little fun and cut loose. Yeah. I would say that like... COVID has taught me to like take it from that 110% or that like <laughs> probably over capacity type situation and yeah. being able to, to go, yeah, I don't think I usually feel good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when I go out <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? And I do appreciate having a good month, like start to the week. It is totally. game changing. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, I'm such a grandpa on Sunday nights. Like I can't yeah. start the week off on no. on that. You know, having a crazy Sunday and then going into work Monday morning. Uh, it's the uh, worst way to start your week. I will say I like to flirt with that because I sure. go to I go to show tune Sundays on Sundays. Okay, yeah. But I set myself like guidelines. I say like, Aaron, you got to be out of there before seven. And honestly, I think having a dog That's really bad. helps with that because it definitely does. She gets fed at six thirty, so like. Seven o'clock is kind of important. It's pushing it. Yeah, it's pushing it's it for pushing, the little girl. It's pushing it, Miss Porker herself. <laughs> Got to stick to those routines, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all benefit from a routine. So I have to. Uh, when did, I guess on the timeline of events, yeah. My connection with Marin obviously is I think the same connection that everyone that isn't a country artist fan probably has with her, which is the middle with Zed. Well, right. It was huge. It was huge. And it was also Target, which oh. I live. Target. Did you? Okay. <laughs> so the the middle was, uh, the story behind it was Target 
I think it was their second year of wanting to do a big music video commercial during an entire commercial break at the Grammys. Okay. Um, I don't remember what the first one was, but they went through like a song catalog of a couple different songs that were coming out and they landed on the middle. Oh, okay. And the music video, the whatever, was like Marin and Zed literally like on a circular stage (laughs) that was very red themed. And they were standing right in the, the middle of the bullseye. Really? But like that song was like an instant hit. Huh. And I, if you go to, if you, hmm. if you know who Brad Wagner is, either of you, he's a fitness instructor at Target Center and he also works at Target. And I'm not kidding you, every fucking workout back when he used to be there, he would play that damn song and it always <laughs> would slap. It would always slap. Mm-hmm. I still think it's like, I think it's going to be in like the American songbook in terms of like, oh, wow. But then you then then like little old me, I'm like, well, Marin's good, and so you give Marin a chance, and then you're like, oh wait, this is full on country. This is just a random song. Well, I think it's like a Carly Rae Jepsen's "Call Me Maybe." I think Ooh. the middle will be one of those songs that wow. will just everybody will bop to forever. You guys, mm-hmm. why can't I remember this song? <laughs> Baby, really? why don't you just meet me in the middle? Oh, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Well, that and song. the crazy thing about that song, and I'm hoping one of you guys can help me with this, I want to say Zed had a bunch of other pop stars kind of lined up prior to Marin, <laughs> and Marin was like, uh, it was kind of a, a, a random yeah, choice. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm free that night. No, yeah, I, think, right? I, I think 100% wow. agree. Yeah, I wish I knew. <laughs> I should have looked into that. Um, so you saw Marin back right before uh, her second album, have you seen her since, or is that the one and done? I've seen her two other times. So oh, I saw her right. at the Armory here in Minneapolis once uh, I moved here, and that yeah. was when she was like nine months pregnant. She basically, oh my it God. was the last stop on her tour. Mm-hmm. It was like she wanted to get in, get that show, because yeah. the Armory's a great venue, but great. she wanted to get in and out, you could just tell. Oh, absolutely. And it was the end of her tour. Right. Um, she was uh. getting ready to have her baby. And then mm. I actually saw her at the Minnesota State Fair this past year as well. We love oh, a fair I know, artist. right? Absolutely. So I've actually seen her um, this last Labor Day. She was at this festival called Bottle Rock in Napa. Oh, God. This nice. is, he always has to bring up Bottle Rock. Loves right? Always Bottle Rock. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do love festivals. Go, he got to go on a wonderful trip he just brings up every week. Every <laughs> week. But what was so cool about the the um, that festival in particular was she performed... And then I think sometime in the middle of the day, they the festival organizers ended up, or no, it was like a day before, ended up um, realizing, or like Chris Stapleton or whoever like one of the headliners was said, hey, I can't come, like for whatever reason. And so they no longer had their like closing headliner for Friday night. <sighs> That's not good. Right after Marin was um, the artist Brandy Carlisle. Oh, love Brandy. Mm. Um, Britt, do you have any idea what the connection might be between Marin and Brandy? Uh, it, the High Women. The High Women. Yeah, they're amazing. It's such a great album. I feel like it. it's one everybody should know about. So so literally, Marin played, and then Brandy followed, and then it was like a 30-minute like break, and then the High Women came out. Oh, amazing. Yeehaw. Literally, they had 24 hours to prep all their songs and, like, get back into the swing of things. Could you even imagine? And then, like, what was so, like, iconic about it is Brandy, like, was like, oh, I, like, I'm both the act leading up to the headliner and the headliner, so I'm going to play as much as I want. (laughs) 
I think she extended oh, her set so because <laughs> because because high women probably didn't have as long of a set list because they yeah, were. Yeah. So she just kept playing and big Frida was over on the other <laughs> side of like the park and she was like, and like big Frida just kept having to wait and wait and wait. Like, oh. when are you going to stop Brandy? <laughs> well, that's the high women are kind of known for bringing in like other women. Cause obviously yeah. it's four, four girls, Marin and Brandy are two of the four. And then I think they've had Dolly on board. They've, mm-hmm. they've had um, show crow. Right. I, I mean, so they're kind of known for bringing in other people. So I'm surprised she didn't just bring, Bring, yeah. bring Big, big Frida, Frida up there. Yeah, bring yeah, her, bring her in. Come on, Big the, Frida. Come on, girl. Come on. I think, well, I that would be wackadoo central. <laughs> Iconic collab. There was, there was someone that's <laughs> that not part fun. of the core four that was, that replaced one of them, but like mm-hmm. putting Big Frida up there, like with like, <laughs> Big Frida! Sounds like a party. Would you, like, what? Well, I don't, there's almost no intersection, but you know what? <laughs> hey. It's so hey. wacky, it just might work. It just might Work. Just my work. Simone. Yeah. Miran Morris. You know, I think I listened to that girl album one time. Oh, I didn't. Really? Ha- I didn't hate it. I just never went back to it. Maybe I'll try again. And I honestly don't remember having a strong feeling either way. So maybe I might... It might have been like a I'm at work situation. I'm just throwing something on in the background kind of deal. Oh, like... You know? I think I listened to the album probably once the way through too, but I didn't... Mm-hmm. I didn't connect to it because I was yeah. like... this. I was expecting more middle, less country. And I didn't get that. Well, you were in for a rude surprise. But I know that Marin is like blowing up the scene. So when I was like plotting the calendar of, of albums to review, I was like, we got to do Marin. And it's also a little bit of a pivot from what we usually do, which is a lot That's of true. pop and pop. You guys are pop girls. We love pop. We can't <laughs> help it. Can't it's help easier it. to review and talk about like albums that we like connect with. Of course. Um, though I do feel like <laughs> we have kind of, you know, swayed a little bit from our mission statement, which was to try like all sorts of genres. Well, that's. I mean, we're we're reviewing country today. So. Yeah, country. Yeah, and I think yeah. we have an album coming up like in two weeks that'll also be country. So like, okay, work. We're well, exploring who's that? Yeah, who's that? Orville Peck. I was listening to him oh. to the, for the first time today at the gym because wow. a friend had told me about wow. Orville Peck. First time. He's good. Yeah. And he's, he's also good. gay. He's also, that's, that's yes. the thing. There and he's queer. Have and, you heard his voice? Oh yeah. I've oh, listened to a couple like songs. A deep, real, like old right. country I'm sound. pretty sure I've seen his dick. What? what? I think it's on the internet. Ooh. Oh, it probably is. I didn't yeah. see this. Yeah, it's probably. Was he wearing a mask? His mask? Yeah. Oh, obviously. Ooh. I, I've tried, like, I'm sure was I could find name? it if I wanted to. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure I could find it if I wanted to, but, like, yeah. Orville in particular, which we shouldn't be, like, we shouldn't talk too much about, but, like, never, it's very Sia in the fact that, like, there's a mystery about like, what he looks like. Because he can't see him. Well, Sia, think, there's tons of pictures for it. Yeah. This well, one, not as much. I think he's collaborating with Shania Twain. Ooh. Oh, I, I would, I wouldn't I doubt I it. I read something or saw something about that as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But yeah, so or we are expanding our musical ri- good, horizons. Good. He is gay, but he is a he, I think. That's right. We'll have to check pronouns before we That'll be a first start for the us. episode. First gay country male. On the pod. Lil Nas X was shooting for that target and then went, no, I'm going to do this uh, R&B pop album. And uh, we said thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. So speaking, going into the album, mm-hmm. what... What were our initial thoughts? 
You know, so I heard the first couple singles because she released Circles Around This Town first. Mm-hmm. And then Humble Quest was the second one released before the full album dropped. Okay. Sure. I've, I've got to be honest. I loved Girl so much. Oh. And I've grown to love her first album, Hero, quite a bit. Right. Just in my time of mm-hmm. listening to Marin and seeing her in concert. I, I didn't love Love It right away. Okay. It, when... it took me, um, you know, a few times through the album to kind of start loving the overall album itself. Is there a shift here from Girl to this album in terms of like the style? Yes, and I think it is just a lot to do with not only what was going on in her life. I mean, mm-hmm. she got married, she had a kid. I think it also had to do with what was going on in the world. I mean, we have yeah. a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, right. all these artists weren't able to tour, so they were taking that energy that they would spend on a tour and putting mm-hmm. it into writing, I guess. Yeah. So one thing I did read, uh, not read, listened to, cough, cough, my only source of any sort of content, <laughs> saying <Zane> low, <laughs> was uh, that she actually had this album pretty much packaged up, ready to go for over a year wow. before she put it out. She just didn't want to put it out probably during pandemic, probably because of her label, probably because of the powers that be. The powers that be. <sighs> which I have to like... I get it. I understand it. One other thing that was brought up in the inter- interview that actually I think like I'm surprised it didn't make headlines or any sort of like commentary was mm-hmm. um, Zane brought up that she is one of the more outspoken, um, probably progressive country artists out there mm-hmm. that uses her voice to like speak out about social justice and everything else like that, LGBTQ rights, whatever, um, which is very like against the grain of kind of what the country scene has been, Mm -hmm. um, or at least like historically has kind of, uh, been willing to acknowledge. And, uh, he was like, yeah, sometimes at those award shows, they, they make you have to say certain things. And she's like, what do you mean? The CMAs? (laughs) And he's like, uh, yeah. But like, it's very, it's, I think there is something to be said, particularly about country artists where the label really does kind of, own you in a weird way mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. brett you said that you you have listened to some country but most of the artists that you've been saying have been a lot more on the probably the forefront of the progressive um country queens do, do you have a perspective on kind of the the conservativeness that kind of almost is directly associated with country Yeah, and I think that's what's made me kind of gravitate towards country music in the last few years is they have these younger, kind of newer artists are embracing, you know, drugs and Mm -hmm. gay, the gay people, gay, LGBTQ, the gays, the gays, sickening, Um, which which is great. I mean, Casey Musgraves has sang about drugs and about... Um, you know, the gay community, you know, in a lot of first songs. She did a release party at a gay bar for one of her albums. Wait, what? The album before Golden Hour. I think she... she The song Rainbow, which is, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been embraced by the gay community. Mm -hmm. It very much is. I think that that's... I mean, the thing is, though, tell me if I'm wrong, but Casey also hasn't really been... I don't think she's gotten lifted up on the pedestal of the mainstream country scene. Yeah. I don't think she gets the radio plays on the country radio like she should, right? No, not at all. I don't think women really are represented enough at all in country Mm. radio. I mean, I think I read something one time for every 
five male songs that are played, one female song is played. Uh. I mean, it's really, women in country music, I think, are very underrepresented. I think they really do gravitate towards the Carrie Underwoods, like mm. the kind of Jesus take the wheel music right. Right. for country yeah. music. I mean, and mm-hmm. Marin and Casey and Kelsey Ballerini, they're not singing those same type of things. Sometimes, and by sometimes I mean right now in this very moment, <laughs> I wonder to myself, yeah. would I be more into country if country had a place for me and had more like things that I can relate to or even just past that, like I think I appreciate and celebrate music about kind of diverse subjects or by about like diverse experiences like Lemonade, for example, by Beyonce, like it's not an album that's made for me. It's an album that's, that's really not like made for a specific, like, like black women in, in relationships, Mm -hmm. but it like, I can still appreciate and I love being able to hear that story and kind of being able to understand the, the thoughts and things you go through with it. I wish that we got some some more of that in country because I feel like we're miss we're we're slowly missing it. Mm. I think it's all changing though because I okay, I think old country also pitted women against women. Uh, I mean that was a yeah. thing, and and now look at how popular Dolly Parton is right now, and right. that's a woman who just loves everyone. Right. And I think these younger, newer country female artists are are changing all of that. I mean, look at the high women. I mean, right, right. away, Brandi Carlile, Natalie Hemby. Right. Maren Morris formed this, and one of their, like, I think her name's Sarah something, I Sarah can't remember. Something. Formed Bro, this group, and they're pulling in other female artists who are performing with them. I mean, I think it's, I think it is changing, it's just slower than, it's you slower. know, it mainstream. It's slow sometimes. I yeah, mean, it, yeah, it's it, slow. It's a tale as old as time, like, bringing it back to the, <laughs> the second episode of the pod, like, the chicks very much kind of got their career screwed over oh my because God. they were outspoken. Like, yeah. the, so I think that there is a, a lot to be said about kind of country music and the industry that goes along with it. But what I will say is that I think that like, it's always refreshing to see people like Marin or whoever else that, that are, I think she's trying to play the game as much as she can, but also making sure that she's using her voice the way that she needs to. So like, it's been super kudos. We love that. Going back to the album. I think one of the other things too, that I, um, I picked up on and I was like, what, why is there this male vocal on a lot of some of these songs? It turns out, like, just like Brandi Carlisle, who, like, one thing about Brandi Carlisle is she always, uh, when people interview her, she, they're like, oh, yeah, you're a solo artist. And Brandi Carlisle's not a solo artist. Brandi Carlisle has her two, like, right-hand men who are like, the these twins. twins. The twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they truly are, like, a trio. Same thing with Maren Morris. It's Maren Morris, but really it's a, the story of a couple. Her and her husband are That's like interesting. really yeah. big together, right? Yeah, his name's Ryan Hurd. Um, I think they had a, so- a pretty big song that came out this past year, but he's also a-, a writer and he wrote a lot of the songs on this album too. So they wrote together. I mean, and it makes sense when you hear a lot of the lyrics from some of these songs um, because they're you can tell that they were probably home with their newborn son. Right. They were in the pandemic like the rest of us and you know, they couldn't be on tour. So they were writing music together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of children, <laughs> child. last night, child, Eric and I were sitting there and out of nowhere, we get, we we're seeing all these fucking Pampers commercials because we're watching housewives. So like target audience. Okay. Wait, is that and, the target audience? Yeah. Like moms. 
I feel like gays. The, the gays are like the ones. Well, now gays everywhere are having children. So, <laughs> yeah. True. True. Period. Anyways, so this fucking baby is like crawling. By the way, hey kids, not for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Not for so me either. So the, the commercial, this kid's fucking crawling, and I and I hear a little, <laughs> and I look over, and I was like, what was that? I'm like, do you think that baby is cute? You're like, yeah. Like, Eric, I paused the TV show. We can't have this happen. We can't have five years pass and you wake up and say, Simon, I think I want a kid. <laughs> We're not doing that. Oh my God. That's so funny. Ugh. I used to be the, I want a baby. I mean, all of my twenties and thirties where I'd go on dates with people and if they did not, I would ask them straight out, do you want to have kids? Wow. They didn't, it was done. I'd move Dunzo. on. Yep. But now I'm totally like you. I'm like, my life is so good. I love I my life. I don't want to have any kids. Britt, what I will say, and this is like true of anyone that's listening try. that knows you, is you are probably one of the best like gunkles in the world. Mm. Oh, well, thank you. Like mm-hmm. truly, mm-hmm. if you fo- if you follow Britt Murphy on Instagram, you will be seeing him doing random TikTok dances with his with his nieces. Oh my god, he probably sees his nieces more in one year than I do than I have like since mine were born. People people attribute <laughs> me to Trader Joe's reviews on Instagram. I attribute Britt Murphy to like loving his nieces, like celebrating all of their like first day at school or like very, it's been so long. Very cute. Like very cute. Love it's it. Fun. It's mm-hmm. you. You're such a good gunkle. Oh, well, thank you. I Wonderful. like to call myself a funkle. Yeah. A funkle. Yes. Is that, is that short for... It's a fun uncle. See, I, I wasn't thinking you were going to use that. I was thinking more like, you know how we're trying to reclaim the F word? <laughs> right. I thought you were trying to reclaim the F word, but I think... Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You were just wow, like, I need, okay. I, I need my nieces and... Uh, you heard it. You heard it here. Gunkle's over. <laughs> now it's Funkle. It's Funkle. <laughs> we're I reclaiming it, it. it. It's the power. But Funkle, it totally makes sense. You like yeah. literally have sleepovers, right? Like full on. I do. I do. I actually have three nieces and a nephew. So it's not oh, just yeah. nieces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Busy, yeah, yeah. busy. Um, Shout out if you're listening. My... Right? Oh, <laughs> My sister, I used to live in Dallas. My sister lived in Dallas. So they were like, you know, so close to where I, I lived and they kind of grew up with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't until I moved to Minnesota a couple of years ago that now I don't see them as much. So. And you still see them more than Ugh, I I'm, 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 I'll tell you, they're teenagers now and I'm just not cool anymore. Like I used to be so cool when I was younger oh, or when, when they were younger, I should say. Yeah. And yeah. I was younger mm-hmm. and, and now they're teenagers and I'm just, you know, I've lost yeah. the cool factor. Yeah. That's tough. That's it really is. tough. It's real tough. I gotta start taking them to concerts and take them to Marin Morris. Taking them to shows. Right. Taking them to do things. Really, at that age, the the teenager onwards, it's really about money, and it's about <laughs> taking you to th- you, them to things that they couldn't go to themselves. Mm. Yeah, experiences. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is like, I mean, that's how you become the the cool uncle to the kunkle. There you go. <laughs> sounds like a cankle. It's almost like yeah. a cankle. And let's not talk about that. Would hate to talk about cankles on this not podcast. On <laughs> not cute. We'll devote a full episode to that. That's not. That's yeah. not a quick, brief subject. Mm. Um, other other song that I, I did want to cover a little bit about, and it's not really about the song as much, but it's more about circles around this town. Yeah, is the opening song on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to me, I kind of understood the song as pretty much like. I'm driving around going, what the fuck am I going to write a song about? 
Like that's maybe a little bit. I mean, it's kind of tells the whole. Well, first of all, I got to back up because I got to tell you something kind of exciting that I found out. So, um, you know, Marin put out three albums like back when she lived in Texas when she was like a teenager. Her parents helped her put out these like <sighs> albums, which I haven't listened to, but I'm like <laughs> kind of now right? dying to to hear these albums. I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> but when she moved to Nashville, it was actually Casey Musgraves. They were childhood friends. Huh. They're both from Texas. Really? And it was okay. Casey Musgraves who convinced Marin to move to Nashville. What a and, queen. Huh? Yeah. And queen so, you know, I think queen. that first song is about moving to Nashville. Um, you know, she really wasn't about being an artist at that time. She was about being a songwriter and writing for wow. other people. So the first like four or five years she lived in Nashville, it was about writing songs for other people. And be the huh. songwriter. Oh, wow. kind of like okay. just like hustling a little bit, you're saying. Like, yeah, because after she put out those first few albums on her own as a teenager, they had obviously no success. <laughs> and that sounds bad saying, because oh, we no. need to go back and listen. I mean, no, but, I, you know, she kind of decided she was going to be a songwriter and not uh, necessarily an artist. Okay, Michael Melrose energy with the facts. Yeah. With oh, the facts from America, gosh. Mama. Wow. <laughs> so, like, that's actually a, a, a great probably perspective and probably the accurate statement on it. Mm. To me, it reminded me of, um, have either of you um, listened to or read Amy Poehler's book? No, it's on my list. No, I have not read it. it, it don't read it. Don't oh, read it. Okay. Literally half of the book is her going, I'm having writer's block right now and I'm in my bed with my kids next to me oh. and I don't know what to say. So I'm just typing a little bit now it's, oh ve- it's, ve- it's very much like her just like writing her like stream of thought into hmm. filling a book. It's not like a good story about her life. It just okay. is like, that's one approach. When I was approached to write this book that I'm writing right now. Yeah. You know, like it very just, that. yeah. And so that's where like, that's the immediate like connection I got with it. But I think that like, not Brit- me at all. I, I think Brit, you're right. If you really listen to the lyrics, it's about moving to Nashville. It's about being um, an optimist and, you know, getting the door shut in your face several times and and still trying to be positive and and do what you love. Um, Us with Casper. (laughs) (laughs) One day. (laughs) Someday. Or maybe with Duolingo. There are a lot there of the time. I'm I mean, a Duolingo guy too. Oh, is there I, room on that family plan? I, I, I or are you Brit is not on the family plan. Oh, are I you paying for my Duolingo? I invited oh. him to and he didn't want what, to What is the perk of paying here? Okay, so... Um, Sell me. A couple reasons why I, I pay. Okay. One, I fucking hate those damn ads. I Ugh, like okay. Literally, yeah. YouTube, anything. I am the person that actively will pay the extra three bucks, so I don't have YouTube ads. is like $15. I don't pay for that one. Yeah, Friend that of the pod, Jerome, does. Oh, okay. I'm on his Hi, family Jerome. plan. Thank you. He gets my Wild Presents password. That's how we, we split <laughs> Which, it back and forth. So he gets $2 Shh, from you? It's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> okay, work. He already has HBO. Also, give him HBO. Um, but you don't have ads. You also can skip entire crowns like you can just kind of do crown after crown which is like a crown is um a quiz before the final exam so you have to take six quizzes to final exam i can just do six quizzes instead of having to do individual lessons before quizzes so you can skip out on learning so you can skip out on going like i already know all this shit like let Uh, me let me move on quicker Yeah, I guess that would be helpful for me, since I don't really need to start at 101. No, but I'm also like the completionist where I wanted to start with very Ooh, bare minimum, and then the we get through. Me too, me too, yeah. And so, Britt, like, I don't know how you 
ha- like can deal with the ads every time you do lessons? Because you probably do like eight lessons a day. I do a handful of lessons a day on Duolingo. I, I'm so weird. I don't know why I won't pay for it, yet I'll go and get like, you know, a Starbucks drink yeah. all the time. I'll order shots for friends at the bar. Right. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think about spending money on a lot of things, but for some weird reason with Duolingo, <laughs> I want to do the free no. version. But I will tell you this, it does force me, because you only get so many hearts per day. It yeah. forces oh. me then to really stop and think and not rush through lessons. Right. So wow. I guess I'm hoping I'm, you know, absorbing more with, okay. with the app by not paying. Because I have gotten free trials where I can try the, you know, pay for Mm -hmm. type of Duolingo. And, you know, I like it for those few days and I do fly through lessons. Yeah. But I do think there's advantages on the other side too. I'm weird. Trust me, I'm way weird. (laughs) You guys have given me a lot to think about. You are 100% accurate in terms of like the paying attention because I do Duolingo. It's like my routine of when I leave my apartment door to when I get to the gym in the morning. Oh, I like that. The entire 15 to 20 minute walk in the Skyway. I'm doing Duolingos the whole time. And sometimes like I'm, I get distracted by something and I ty- like I use the wrong word. Ugh. Like I thought they said esposo, but they said esposa mm-hmm. or exactly. whatever else. That's where they trip you up. They trip you up. The thing is, is like it almost feels language like... language is binary. To me, it feels like the cheap shots. Like it feels, it really feels like they're just trying to go like, gotcha. And I'm like, whatever Duolingo. Like, you know, I'm, you know what I'm doing right now. I'm walking. You You can see me, you know, but like, it has been fun. And I like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch up with you on the XP. I I, I ahead of you. I don't even know where I'm at. Oh, Britt, you are like, casual. You are like 70,000 XP to like everyone else is like maybe 10,000. I mean, the one thing I'm a nerd about is I've done it every single day. For a year now, a little over a year. So, wow. and I do it, and again, it's maybe 10 minutes a day, but mm-hmm. I just, That's you know, consistency. I want to be able to wow. speak a little bit of Spanish when I travel and wow. not look like a, such a bumbling moron. Yeah. 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 I, no, I, I completely, to me, it's, it's both being able to, to, to speak Spanish when I travel, but also like, I think that there's just something interesting about knowing a second language and it does something to your brain of Mm -hmm. it makes you be kind of thinking usually when I go to Mexico it's about like three days of fumbling through Spanish and then by the time I'm like leaving Mexico I'm like Spanish 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 and it usually takes me a couple days when I get back for me to not be like I think and is such a stupid word when we could say (laughs) e you know what I mean like there's just some like really kind of easier words that's Lenishan talking to you, baby. That's another linguistic term we can get into sometime. I don't... What? what? Lenishan. Right. What is Lenishan? It's our, um, it's our, like, you know, our tendency as humans to lean towards wanting to pronounce things that are easier. So that's why language changes over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, chat speak. Yeah, there you go. So, Britt, you're at 40,500 XP. Okay. And I'm at like 10,000. I'm at 10,500. And I, I, I downloaded the app years ago and then I never really used it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until this past year that I was like, okay, I went to Costa Rica, was right. there for a week, felt real not so great and while I was there. It. Yes. Yeah. And decided I'm changing this. And because I took again, just like you, high school Spanish. Right. Haven't used you it. You know what? Very, used very little since then. I want to get back into Spanish. I took, can do it. I took four years in high school, majored in French. I could go back. I don't think it'd be that hard. 
And that's why if you use promo code BOPPERFLOP <laughs> with exactly. the Duolingo app, you didn't even know that two. was an ad. <laughs> that was an ad. <laughs> we tricked you. Ha 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 ha. Um, wow. maybe, maybe, maybe we can like send it to them and go like, this is our demo reel. For... Come on. Give us, give, give us a chance here. <laughs> we'll, They'll be like, we'll, we'll give be... you a 5% off. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would take it. I would take it. I would take it. In a heartbeat. Um, so I wanted to, to ask, um, I actually don't know where I was going to go after that. We were talking about circles around this town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One yeah. lyric real quick from that song that I think is just so great is she says, one about a car and one about a church that I wrote. And I don't know if you guys got the that lyric. So the one about mm-hmm. a car was her song, 80s Mercedes, that she wrote on her first album, which yep. was from a pretty from. big hit, which is a great, fun mm-hmm. song. And then the one about a church is My Church that she sings. That was her like first big song she oh, had. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, I thought the lyrics were clever. Like the more I've listened to it and the more I've kind of, sometimes you have to stop and like, you know, yeah. really take the song in oh, yeah. to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the first few times I heard it, I was like, I don't really know... And it's one of those albums that's definitely growing. One of those songs and one of those albums that's definitely growing on me. Definitely growing. Um, last thing I want to talk about in terms of songs is um, Tall Guys. Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up is, one, um, Michael Murphy, or Melrose, not Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> he could oh. be Michael Murphy. That's my Michael dad. Murphy. That's uh, scary. He's not Ooh. a tall guy. Oh, um, he's a short guy. Michael Melrose is probably... One of the tallest people in Minneapolis, if not the tallest. Uh, yeah, he's six. Yeah. He's a he Minnesota looks... Viking. He's six four. Yeah, um, he so... is six four, but gives like six seven energy. Because I'm six Does three, he? and I feel like a, a teeny no, little, you're, a teeny you're, little something. You were not a teeny him. girl. Next to him, I feel like <laughs> hold me. Well, he's, he has answer, like a he know? has a big frame too. Yeah, yeah. Right? very big frame. Yeah. yeah, I have to ask everyone like. Mm-hmm. How does height impact? Um, it's a great question. Like relationships that we want to be seeing. Like, have you been on dates where you've someone's been like either too tall or too short, mm. or you know? Oh gosh, I so I lived in New York for five years, oh and right when I first moved to New York, I dated a guy who was six six or six seven. How about, it was how my about? first oh, exactly. Oof. It was my first time ever dating somebody taller than me. I'd always dated people that were my height or shorter. Mm-hmm. And great guy. He's actually was in the movie The Greatest Showman. He was the strong man. Oh, and he's, he's a Broadway what? actor. He's on in the show Hades Town right now. Uh, on Broadway. Okay, anyway. Well. Okay. He's a tall guy. And I remember I, I couldn't stand being on my tippy toes having to kiss him. Yeah. And I felt very emasculated at that point in my life. Yeah, and you so felt I dainty. broke up. I broke up with dainty. him. Yeah. And it was Really kind of, that was one of the reasons. And now I'm with a guy who's three inches taller than me. Hey, a strong man from Greatest Showman. If you're listening, you can swing on by Minneapolis and just wreck me. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Well, Britt has his number, so. Yeah, Britt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll be, we'll be getting that offline. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> My God. Show me. I don't need, show me. I mean, I want to see now. That's definitely steroids, and I don't give a fuck. Is that him? He's hot, he's hot as hell. Look at that. He is hot. Ooh. He is hot. I, Brett, I will tell you, I am very similar to you in terms of like there has there was a guy that I dated for maybe two months, and he was actively. I want to say he was six four, six five to my like five eleven mm-hmm. model height. By the way, and I I was like. 
having to to like step up yeah. to get to it. I you didn't like that? I didn't like that. I honestly Guys are so interesting. You know what's you know what? I think that like I don't think height is really something I, I'm considering. Like I think a lot of especially women, mm-hmm. they always want a oh, guy sure. that's taller than them. Yeah. Like I don't whatever. Yeah. I it's not in my like Rolodex of thought usually mm-hmm. and I think even in that moment like yes I broke kind of up with them because not just because of that, but that was definitely like I think one of the factors you that I like wrote in my book. Bitch. You know, but yeah. but now I'm like, I could do it. I could yeah. do it, and I also like. You'll find me dancing with like shorter guys. Oh, absolutely, a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think height to me, I doesn't matter anymore. Oh, my type yeah. has been all over the board. I swear, shorter guys, taller guys. I mean. Yeah, I used to be like, uh, tall guys only. And then I looked back and I was like, my first two boyfriends are shorter than me. I don't know what happened, you know? It's kind of crazy. There are some, like, power dynamic things that kind of naturally play into, you know, being taller or shorter. So I kind of just prefer someone my height. I, uh, like, what do you mean? I just think, like, it's easier to feel, like, kind of submissive or whatever when you're shorter than the other person. And it's like, oh, I'm just, like, oh, helpless. <laughs> you know? And then, like, the vice versa for when you're taller. And I like to do both. So it's just easier if they're the same height as me. You know? Yeah. I, I guess. I, I, I guess. Yeah. How did we go down this rabbit hole? Tall guys. Tall guys, right? Tall guys. And the strong man. Which, in the song, she talks a lot about how, like, there's actual, like, practical uses. Because Mirren's a a shorty. She's definitely short. Drinking top shelf liquor. No, she's, like, not even... I think she's, like, five foot. Yeah, She's a nugget. She's so tiny. Uh Uh-huh. So, like... Can you imagine going to concerts? That's five... She mentions mentions in the song. She's real small. Literally in the song, she's like, yeah, you can lift me up on your shoulders at the concert so I can see. Yeah, literally. And get the liquor from the top shelf. That I like that part. Which that was fun. Do you ever wonder, like, if you go to like a shorter person's apartment, do they not use all of their cabinet space? Or do they have a step stool? I've never thought about that, and now I'm dying to know. Short people out there who've tall cabinets, let us know. What do you do? Let us know. Accessible? Who knows? I do remember one time we had a cleaning lady who like part of her, you had to buy her supplies and stuff and part and on that list was a step stool. I, and I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You're like four eleven. I will say yeah. I like really, really badly. Like I just want to have someone like a cleaning lady once a month. Well, mama, um, latitude 45 just offered a new amenity. I know. I know. Spruce. But someone, another someone ad. was like say, another ad. <laughs> someone else that I was talking to, um, they were going to offer me their, like, like their, whoever they have. Joey Miles? No, it oh. was actually um, Luke Toft. Okay, okay. But he was like, yeah, she she asks that you supply everything. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I am 30 years old. She's just and trying I do to not, travel. Okay? I, I do not know what the right thing to clean my floors is with. Well, they would give you a list. You, you, you would know. hope. You would hope. But, like, I'm, I'm literally, like, my Swiffer... <laughs> The wet one. Well, you know what? They gave us $65 to use on Spruce, so we're going to do a deep clean and then never call them again, probably. Oh, I, I will use it, like, regularly. Br- Britt, do you know... What am I supposed to use on my floors? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Britt, that's, why I, I that's no actually idea. why we brought you. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I have a Dyson, and then I, you know... Oh, that, I, you better I, whip out I the use, like, credit win- card. 
Windex, maybe every now and then. On the floor? <laughs> on, on the floor? Well, it's not wood. I'm thinking like the oh, kitchen tile or sense. something. That I makes know. sense. I wouldn't want to use Windex. On well, this that. isn't floor. This isn't wood either. This it's is some like sort of like weird. something. Oh, I do. Pi- I use Pine Sol just to like the smell on like. I the like wood those floor. commercials. Pine Sol is nice. Good commercials. I think like people that like are real cleaners think that's bad <gasps> stuff. You know. Maybe there's too many chemicals in it or something. I don't know. Well, with your house, I'd want to be careful. Because, Mama, you got like, oof, that's a nice place. It's an older mm-hmm. it's an older home. Yeah, be careful. Do you, do you, you have to have someone like come and clean the place. You gotta. Right? We do a lot of it ourselves. Damn. Relatable, humble queens. Yeah, we're, wow. I'm, I'm a neat freak, though. Like, I make my bed every single day. I'm kind Can't of OCD. <laughs> I wipe the counters off every night. Like... I cannot stand to have laundry in the laundry basket. Are, are you single? <laughs> it's my parents. My parents hubba, were crazy. Hubba. It was almost like a military <laughs> upbringing with the cleanliness in the house. My parents tried. They definitely yeah. tried, but yeah. I was like, "Bitch, we had to do chores growing up." Ugh. I've like okay. I Awful. what I don't understand. Yeah, I get like if you are if you have people over and you um, like want to have your bedroom door open and you want to be able like you're, you're planning on showing your place or whatever sure. else making your bed. But, like, for me, I'm like, unless I have company over, I wouldn't, I will not make my bed. You know, Britt, I did read somewhere that bed bugs are more likely to go into a bed that's made. Ooh. Bed bugs are terrifying to me. After living in New York, you would walk down the street and see a mattress or a chair on the street. It'd be a sign. Bed bugs. You were just oh, like, I mean, I'm going to carry these back into my apartment. I what know what do you do? Father, son, holy ghost. It has never happened to me, but my study abroad partner, who I was living with, it happened to him. And he had to bring everything he owned, clothing-wise, to the laundromat, wash everything, like had to disinfect his whole fucking room. They didn't come over into my room for some reason. I guess, you know. Gosh. Good for you. They saw well, I was a man of Christ. And well, think of Why hotels. do you go to the laundromat? Like, why don't you do that at home? Is it because, like, you want well, to contaminate the laundromat? Well, I don't know how it works. I think th- I think they die in the laundry. I know, but, like, most people have, like, a, you know, a laundry at home or at least in their apartment well they building. probably recommended them because they have like very large this is france sure. so remember yeah typically the appliances are not as big so the not laundromat probably has a bigger one i don't mm-hmm. know all i know is i didn't get them and i was like oh, thank god lucky so you were lucky. lucky but simon what i do have to ask is mm-hmm. you didn't get bed bugs but did you yeah. get the album this one this one right here like, am I going to buy it on vinyl? I don't know. Um, TBD on that. TBD? TBD. Check with me in a couple weeks. Now, what I did say I, that I had with this album was a good time. You, you, yeah. you might have said that. I don't remember you saying it. <laughs> I, I feel like this album, I, I think a lot of back to Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Golden Hour was such an amazing album. Oh and I feel, I personally feel like Girl was such a huge album for mm-hmm. Marin mm-hmm. that right. it's really difficult to follow up those albums. And I loved Starcrossed. Oh, and don't right. get me wrong. I liked Starcrossed, but it is tough to follow yeah. Yeah. something like Golden, Golden Hour. Golden Hour is just so oh light God. and lovely. It's and perfect. Girl, on the flip side, was so upbeat and fun. And right. this album has its a few bright Ups spots in there. Yeah. You've got Tall Guys. You've got this really great song called Good Friends. Right. But it's Love. a lot of it is just more somber. And it's That's just true. kind of... It is about... Uh, there's a few songs about her marriage to Ryan. Um, you know, there's a song about losing a friend. I think there's a right. song kind of about being a mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit heavier. She and, pulls in Adele. Know, she has uh, her kid. 
on one of the songs, Hummingbird. Yep, she has her son on Hummingbird. Mama. Quick, quick poll, yes, no. No. Hummingbird? Oh, I was well, going to say, is she a MILF? Yes, oh, no. my vote. I think Marin's cute. I just, my thing is, she's had some work done, and I feel like she's walking <gasps> that, that, and again, nothing against getting work done. I'm pro that for sure. I'm very pro getting I'm work done. I'm super pro that as I'm getting it. older, but I think you walk that fine line of, you get a little too much filler or too much in the lips, and it can start to look a little weird, mm, and I think uh-huh. she's adorable, and I feel like there was a moment there where I was like, girl, you're, you're putting too much in your face. Speaking of country girls and the Oscars and work, Reba... She's looking great. Reba, oh, go Reba, Reba is she's been looking right. great. Reba's been doing it right, absolutely. Other thing about the Oscars that I fucking loved was yeah, they Hanks. they were like showcasing all of the people that were gonna be at the Oscars, and for her like a quick like blip. Yeah, it was her as Trish in the ocean for Barb and Star. <laughs> That's like good. that was like her like That's three her second little blip. clip. I mean, yeah, bringing it back to movies. Honestly, it was so fucking iconic i can't That's so good um no i would not tap okay. morin in any sort of way i think just morin morin marin marin <laughs> morris morin 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 maris morin morin maris, morin maris. Right. <laughs> which by the way i had a um i think one of my first girlfriends in seventh grade mm, same. her name was uh marin but it's pronounced okay. but same wow. spelling. Marin. My seventh grade girlfriend was named Ariel. Not Ariel. You she guys had, had girlfriends. You wouldn't know her names. though. She lived in Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, she was um she was great. She yeah, was great. Wow. She was great. Mm-hmm. We loved yeah. we loved that. Shout um, out to those ex girlfriends. Yeah. If you're listening. I hope we didn't traumatize you. I I don't I think she traumatized me to be honest. Probably. Uh, Probably. We'll yeah. If you're listening, Marin, Marin. <gasps> Marin or Marin. You're getting called out. You're getting called out. Um, I will say that for me, I went into this album going like, Marin Morris is a big artist. Like, I should give her a chance. It'll be something fun to do. It's something mm-hmm. fun to try. I ended up really enjoying listening to the album. The I think I probably listened five or six times through. Um, appreciated that we're back to an artist that actually has a normal length album with normal amount of songs like gotta gotta give her some credit there okay boomer well okay i guess i'm getting older that's right <laughs> um i will i can i would agree that i i think that one of the things that the album did have against not against it but it was a mix of themes like the songs mm-hmm. there wasn't like kind of a central chord to it but i'll say the sound for the most part, the album kind of did a pretty good job of, of um, going ups and the downs and, and having um, a good story to tell through the melody. Um, song-wise, like lyric-wise, I think there were some really fun songs in, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. with lyric-wise, and I think I actually have a new appreciation for Driving Circles Around This Town. It's a good one. Because good like one. it makes a ton more sense as a hustling song, writing songs for other people and having to be like, what else can I write about for this like random other artist over here? Mm. Well, you can almost imagine her in her car driving circles around the town, right. thinking about what she's going to do with her life and her career. That. And that was back when she had no money and right. you know, you're just kind of struggling and you're young. Relatable. Very so relatable. the song has definitely grown on me. Circles around this town, I think is a bop. I first time hearing it on the, like, you know, I wasn't so sure, yeah. but it's definitely a bop for me now. Uh. 
What I, I mean, I agree. Um, I'd say album as a whole. Should we get into it? Yeah. Let's do Sudden, it. but yeah. for me, this album is uh, definitely a bop. Okay. I think I would actually say it's better than um, Starcrossed. Oh, okay. Wow. And I think, luckily for me, I don't have the comparison to her previous album. And so from that, there's not kind of the same thing with Golden Hour to Starcross. This oh, is its own body of yeah. work. And so yeah. I think that actually like helps it kind of yeah. stand out. So for bop sure. for me. How about you? How about you? Definitely a bop. Okay. Um, you know, I find myself just wanting to listen to it and liking the songs and having the songs in my head. Um, you know, Starcrossed, I, I agree with you. Starcrossed... There are bits and pieces that I love, and I love the whole visual mm. part of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Casey's beautiful. Um, Casey is beautiful. I, I, it was just Literally. so hard to follow up Golden Hour, and I it's feel like impossible. this is the same thing for Mar- I think this is the same thing Ugh. for Marin, but I still think she did very well with Humble Quest. Mm. I think it's a bop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Simon, you know, going into this album, honestly, no expectations. Zero. I, Zero. Like none. negative. I was like, let's just see what happens, you know, right. and. Country, even like pop country, can really go left or right for me. There's no guarantee here, okay? Yeah. And I have to say, I, I, I put this on uh, my Discman, and um, yeah. after a few songs, I was saying, yeehaw, I'm having a great time here. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I do say y'all now. We, we should. Yep. It's more inclusive. It is more inclusive. Than you guys. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This one's a bop for me. I had a great time. I had a great time Good. too. Great time. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I loved it. Look at you boys yeah. slowly coming over to the countryside. <laughs> these, these new girls are bringing you in, I swear. Literally, my country vernacular is limited to yeehaw. Every time we review a country album, it's all I can think of. You to gotta say. throw in a fix in, in there somewhere, okay. too. You know, after and like a straddle. I don't know. Is that a, <laughs> is that a straddle? Is that a country album? What is that? That's a yeehaw, giddy up. Giddy up. Ho down. Ho down. Ho down. Love the ho down throw down. Oh, there you go. That was a good up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love that song. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention um, that I, I don't it came out of left field because ADD okay. brain. Sure. Is that George Crawl, friend of the pod. Oh, I thought you were talking about my cat. He texted me and uh-huh. he goes, or he sends, or he like Instagrams me, guess what CD he bought on CD? Because you know that that's like his version of the <laughs> He vinyl. likes CDs. He, so his card... I say CDs all the time. Yeah. Too. yeah. Album, CD. Yeah. Well, he, he bought... But he actually buys them. He buys, like, physical CDs okay. still. Because yeah. his car, like, doesn't have, like, the way to <laughs> connect. Right. George. We love that. Which, we, which I love. He I bought know. Crash. He bought Crash. Of course. Uh, that, that doesn't surprise which, me. Which, honestly, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Certified Bop. Three certified. Bops. Wow. Does this happen very often? Every now and then. Okay, I would okay. say sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. It's not common. I'd say a third of the time. Do I get an award for being like a three bopper? I think we could. We could well, we, we, do we, have could. The, we do have the mug we give to every guest. I'm Is holding the coffee enough? mug. It's beautiful. But everyone gets it. It's a perfect yeah. Tiffany blue. Not if you're Thank just, you. a, not if you're just a, a lame ass listener on the couch that doesn't want to join us. <laughs> wow. Um, calling out our auction winner. Yeah, Tom. Tom. If you're listening, can you Tom. Believe, can you believe that, Britt? We had... <laughs> we set out a prize at an auction. And the a, prize was to be a guest. Yeah. And you got some mugs and some coffee. He didn't even want to be on. He didn't want to be on. He yeah, doesn't. He listens back. to NPR. Not NPR. NPR. Yeah. That's all he listens to. Yeah. I listen to NPR, too. But you listen to music, too. Yeah, I listen to music. My husband listens to NPR while he works out. <laughs> I'm... He's... Yeah, he's... 
He's a cute one. I will he's say... He's a tall I, guy. He's a very he's tall, a tall guy. guy. Tall guy. I will say I sometimes forget that I'm listening to a podcast when I get to the gym, and I'm about like 20 minutes into the workout, and I'm like, oh, this, I, Bowen Yang, you are not helping me get this final I, set in. You know, I don't... I don't mind a podcast sometimes when I'm working out. I don't know. Oh, I can't. I have to. <laughs> and it has to be upbeat music. Like, I, right. I love Marin, but I can't listen to Marin no, or Marin. Casey at the gym. Marin is it has to be yep. Robin or, mm. you know, I mean, have Lipa, I, something upbeat, Troy Sivan. Have I listened to a Lana album and lifted before? Sure. Sure. Yeah. On the days you want to cry. Like, you also listen to, like, yeah. podcasts, it sounds like. So you're yeah, weird. I'm all, those those days, I'm all over. Those are the days you didn't have pre-workout. That's true. I've then never like, fun fact I've never taken a pre-workout in my whole wow. life unless you count espresso that's mind blowing to me now well should I try it yes I, it's I, fun. oh my god <laughs> our friend uh, Mike shout out he was in town oh is it low no no <laughs> Rutledge he's one of our travel friends uh, shout out sir he do I know him I don't think you do yeah so then why are you saying our what did I say that yes well May's excuse friend of the pod. May's excuse that means my apologies por <laughs> favor uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways he stayed with us for a weekend recently sure. and he left a pre-workout with us and it is <laughs> it's crack no I haven't tried it so I can't speak to that I'm just talking about the marketing it is, is it like target- sour candy or something. No, it's targeting like ex-military toxic masculinity bros because there's like a gun on there. The American flag is on there. It's like a the flavor was like fire mission melon. It was like all oh right, gosh. this is maybe it don't maybe like part of the profits goes to um, like veterans. veterans. No, um, that would go against what they actually care about because oh, you know nice. they're not actually funding you know veterans or anything like that. I will say that this morning I uh, forgot to have like any sort of sustenance. I had like, and then my coffee, I ran out of water, so it only like poured me like half of a cup oh, of coffee. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I had, like, one of the shittiest workouts today. I was, like, falling asleep. Yeah. And, like, I can't do this, so I just walked home. <laughs> you know? Sometimes you just have to say, I How long up. were you there? 40 minutes. 40 oh minutes. That's, you did, That's you a, a good full workout. workout. That's a workout. But you should have saw the final set. Well, Whoa. we've all been there. I literally, like, picked up the weights, and I, like, got into position, and then I went, nah, no. 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 <laughs> this, I'm going home. <laughs> that, that happens. I'm, that happens. I was Ben de la Creme. I'm going I'm home. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. Um, should we go into our top bops? Let's do it. Let's do it. Britt, do you want to start us off? Okay. So I think Circles Around This Town, which we've already covered quite a bit, is a bop for sure for me. Yeah. Um, but is I, it your top bop? This is where it's really hard, it's you guys. Tough. It's like picking a child or something, it, you know? It's, it's, it's only in the moment. It's like... Yeah. I would just recommend you listen to your heart, Britt. That's all I can say. I wouldn't say Circles Around This Town is my top bop then. Oh. What's your top bop? Wow. I think Good Friends is. And I, it's a little cheese. I, are you, are right. you guys familiar with the lyrics? Well, let's, let's listen and then we'll come right back. Let's okay. remind Perfect. ourselves. Let's All right. Let's do that. Be right back. Good friends, good friends. So, Britt, what about good friends really got you going? One of my very good friends, when this album came out, 
sent a message and said, gosh, this song just makes me think of you and a few of my other good friends that are also my friends. So, is this is this the inspiration? Because like I think a couple days ago, you you posted a picture of you and like some of your first gay friends ever. I think. Yeah. So was it one of them? Yep, it was one of them. So when I um, came out, came, when I came out after I graduated college, I moved to St. Louis, and I stumbled into like a group of guys, and we've been friends ever since. It was oh. when I was twenty two. So and they're they're like brothers to me. Oh so God. this makes song makes me think of them. <sighs> okay, excuse me. I do like, like I do love um, I do love this song. It's a great song. It is great. I think I think um, we, we were chatting a little bit during the song that there's the one line of like we'll come over unannounced <laughs> in the middle of the night. I was like, that is just one of the things that I wouldn't appreciate in a friend. I, I think even... it's more the expression. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you'd be there if anybody if you ever need needs me. you any time of day. Right. I think that's what she's saying. I don't think she's gonna say she's gonna show up at your house at two o'clock in the morning. I know. And scare the shit out of <laughs> it you. It is funny <laughs> to think of it. <laughs> but you know, sometimes that's like something you do with your friends. You, you never know. You scare, scare them in the, the middle of night. <laughs> I'm gonna climb up your balcony. I'm not kidding. So like. No. When I grew up, I was actually on the, the, the basement level of, mm. it was like a two-story house on the basement level, and it was on the back of the house, like, facing the courtyard area. This is already scary. Oh, my God. And this like, is terrifying. Right? We, like, we were in the countryside. Oh, my and God. On Elm Street. Oh, But, God. like, literally just, like, oh. I, my parents should have never let me watch, like, a Dateline, even just no, one. or oh. 60 Minutes. Ooh. And this was about, like, a child abduction. Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, oh, show. that, to the that was a scary oh one. I don't God. know if you guys are too young for that, but ooh, that scared the shit out of me back in the day. Literally, like, I spent a lot of time thinking about, like, how I was going to escape. <laughs> In when, the case of, like, someone broke the downstairs window and, yeah. like, stole me, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant, like, my family gets murdered, but I have to escape while they're all getting killed. Right. That's you had, like, even scarier. Plan. No, because I was scared, because, like, you could literally, like, just open, like, open my window, and you could just come, like, jump right in. It wouldn't yeah. be, like, a climb Uh-oh. up. It wouldn't be any sort of, like... She's Jean Benet. She's just snatched. Literally snatched. snatched. She's gone. <laughs> we Aaron never, is the next Jean Benet Ramsey. We never saw her again. Oh snatched gosh. to the gods. Are you going <laughs> to host with me if that happens? I don't think I could do as good as Aaron. I don't think. I don't think we're gonna. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna. Um, It'd be a tougher placement. Yeah. It'd be tough. I don't think we're like. I'm, one, I'm not gonna get kidnapped in, in my um, latitude apartment. I hope. Don't count it out. Not. I do sometimes forget to lock the door when I get home <laughs> to the bar. So though. Oh, our house is real creepy. You guys have both been there. It was built in like 1895 oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. And it's I swear my nieces are swear there's like a person living in the basement. Oh, probably. Well, there. I mean, honestly, it's it's. So big and like, like a maze that I, I, I could imagine someone could live there for at least a week without you knowing. Yeah. It's a little scary. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's one of those parasite rooms like in the basement, like oh, further down that you God, don't know about. That is so freaky. Oh, oh, oh. What, a, what a time. When my, you know, when my tall oh. guy's not there, it can be very scary. I bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I how bet. it goes. But I will, other thing that I wanted to, just wonder with you is why is it yeah. good friends and not best friends? Why is it good friends? Mm. And what is what is our classification classification of like a good friend versus like a best friend? I think best gets thrown around so often. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't know? even mean anything anymore. Well, I just think it's overused. I don't yeah. know. I, I agree. I do think it's like it, yeah. it's. I remember growing up and always thinking like you'd have like one best friend. Yeah. And then there are people that are like, 
we're best friends. And like literally like eight people you'd be best friends with. And I was like, whoa, this almost is like, almost like love. Or you'd have that one <laughs> best friend that was like, you're my best friend. You can't have other people that Ooh, are close possessive. to you, you know? Yeah. Possessive. So, uh-huh. yeah. It like, there's a lot riding on I don't find myself title. throwing around the word best friend very often yeah, anymore. No. I, good I, friends. Good I also friends like have friends. a really tough time using like love with my friends. Oh, not me. I say love all the time. It, I tell my friends I love them oh. all the time. I think I, I, I think I do a lot more these days, mm-hmm. but I, I remember like it, for a while it was like love is supposed to be like that one person and that one feeling. Or like it's supposed, supposed to be, to be super sexual. empowerful versus just like caring about each other. It's almost like yeah. I care about you. That's really what I love you yeah. has turned into is like I care about you and I like you're important in my life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I love you guys. I really do. Yeah. You guys are oh, great. I love you guys. You too, guys right? have been since I moved here both very oh welcoming and you know, Ugh. made me feel very welcome Stop. in Minnesota, and of course, you know, and you guys are so witty and amazing. <laughs> you made it easy, Brett. You, gotta you made get it out of easy. Here. <laughs> get out, Brett. Oh. But yes, good song. I love the the message behind it. Um, simple, simple. Mm-hmm. Simon, what about you? What's your top up? Uh, it's gotta be circles around this town, Mama. All right. Well, let's give it a listen. Let's listen. Circles. That, that one made me go yeehaw. yeehaw. Ready for the album. It's a Driving. good one. Mm-hmm. Do, do y'all ever take joy rides? I did back in the day. I feel like I don't really? do that anymore. I don't want to waste the gas now. Yeah. Gas is so expensive. Gas is really I, expensive. Uh, you know, it's coming um, from Russia. One of our <laughs> friends, Bajan is his name. Shout out if you're listening, Bajan. Um, our he friends. Got, yep, our friends, Bajan. He got a BMW for his 16th birthday, and Mama. We would go out Joey Ryan sometimes. Oh, your As, friend had money. They liked cars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I never have been like a joyride person. I, I don't feel like that was ever like kind of, I think people use it for processing like as their like their way of, but I always have, I always feel right. like I have to have like a reason, a destination in mind sure. or else it just doesn't work out. I like being a passenger on a joyride. I don't want to, I don't want to I don't mind a road trip. Oh. I love a good road trip. You sign me up for a road trip? I love a good oh, road trip. I would rather do that than cram into a plane seat and wait in the airport mm. for hours and fly and connect and no. fly again. I'm like, get in the car, drive it out, oh, listen no. to a couple great albums or podcasts. Yeah. That's like this one. Like, like this <laughs> one. Or flop. Certified no, road trip. Definitely, I would rather... F- I think I'd rather fly. Well, again, it depends on the distance. It depends, depends on, the distance, on the distance. But I think it... I, think it I, I also do like just kind of the... The ritual of flying. To I a, do. I, rich. I love the, the ritual and the, just being yeah, rich. Yeah, the glitz and, and the glam. Being spoiled bitch. <laughs> exactly. That jet set lifestyle does feel <laughs> good. You know, Can't as wait Gaga for jet set to open up again. <laughs> as Gaga said, I love the glam, the jets and the mansions or something like that. It was her first album. You know, Bus. something like that. Club. Another <laughs> club. Next place. Another no club. sleep. Airplane. Bus. There you go. Very that. Driving Very circles that. around this town. Driving circles there around this go. town. I, I do I did like this song. I thought it was a great album opener. Yes. And it actually kind of like gave me that sigh of relief of this is gonna probably be okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm, gonna like I'm not gonna hate this. I'm gonna like this. Um 
How about you, Aaron? Brett? I very much did pick up on um, exactly what you were saying in terms of the yeah. storyline. The only thing I wanted to comment too is that in uh, our famous, my only source of any information, Saint Lo interview. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just she ended up talking a little bit about how um, who she was like writing with for the album, and she was talking about Julia Michaels, who actually wrote this song with her about. And the reason why I like remembered is because there's the that I wrote or whatever that I probably yeah. butchered that, yeah, that you know, good. but that like that part, the way that she kind of like paused mm-hmm. two, three, that I wrote kind the of thing one about a car and the one about a church right? Yeah. that I wrote. It literally like, she was like, Julia told me to do that. Smart. But I guess what Julia, like she was talking about how Julia is such a, a great, um, writer of kind of stories with songs and Brit at the very end of the song, you were like, notice how it went from past to present. Yep. And I was like, that's, that's very much that's very much a, a Julia Michaels thing, or at least like that's probably kind of what she was attributing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, love me some Julia. Love Julia. Mm. Aaron, how about you? What was yours? You know, um, this song, I think the reason why I liked it so much was because it, um, I mean, it's a, it's a fun subject to be thinking about, but it's also, why am I, why am I previewing the song? But here I am. <laughs> But I would also say it's not like the deepest. It's kind of just a, a, a fun song. And it's uh-huh. Tall Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's listen. I have Let's it listen. as a bop too. Yeah. Let's give it a listen. Love some tall guys. Same. Same. I married one. Oh, I think the reason why I like this song is because it, it, the melody is just something kind of fun. It's it's one of the more uppity songs. It is fun. Uh, and I, I I just it also is like a fun visual, and I think it just um. It, yeah, it had it had me thinking. It had me going like, oh, yeah, this is a very fun, mm-hmm. cute song. Yeah, yeah, she's not taking anything too serious. No, it's fun. Uh huh. Very light. Very um, light. Which you I know, loved. I'm about six three, and one time at a concert, Drew Gully put me on his shoulders, and I felt Drew skin, Gully, who is like famously five five, skinny. I felt skinny legend up she's up there. She's tiny. <laughs> I love getting picked up on my like on it the shoulders. It feels real good. What I will say is, for the longest time, I was like, I. That's scary to me. I don't want to... I don't want to injure myself. I could fall. Well, no. Other side of it. Picking oh, someone up. okay, fair. Yeah, but then I've just been like at the gym and I'm like doing like doing my squats and I'm like, okay, well... Just 400 pounds. This isn't any... Like, this yeah. person is a ton lighter than my like... Yeah. You know, I yeah. get on my shoulders, girl. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so clumsy. If I pick someone up, <laughs> I would fall over. If somebody picked me up, I would do something to make them fall over. Yeah. It would not be cute. Okay. So I just keep both feet on the ground. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still trip over my own two feet. There you go. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> One foot out in front of the other. That's all right. Um, so we've done the top bops. <sighs> now. Biggest flops. Biggest flops. Um, anyone want to start? I know my first one wrapped up my head. Same. Hummingbird. Uh, Again, I know it's it's sweet and you know, yeah. but it's a little too cheesy. I I, I didn't. I didn't. It love is it. cheesy. It's yeah. a cheese, it's a cheese ball. I mean, I, I get she probably wanted to incorporate her son into this album. You know, it's her, her first right. album since having a child. Right. He, you can hear his voice yeah. in the song, like Mama. But I just I didn't love it. Didn't need it. I 
Yeah, not 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 a highlight. I didn't. It was not my biggest flop. What was your biggest flop, Aaron? Easily, easily, and you you never think of it from you never think of it from uh, the songs in the album, but Humble Quest, literally, (laughs) really interesting. interesting. It. I feel like it's in a really weird spot in mm-hmm. like it, it's a just a jarring shift from the previous song. And it also just isn't really like very um it's not uppity. Yeah. And I just didn't really connect with it. It okay. it's the That's one okay. song that I think if you removed it, it would, the album would probably sound a little bit more cohesive. Hmm. Or just even moving it probably would help, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Simon? For me, it was Nervous. That one's just a skip for me every time. Oh, wow. Well. I just don't like listening to it. Hmm. I don't like it. Something about the melody. I'm just like, eh, I, don't I could, like, I could I don't get like there you. too. I could get there on that too. But yeah. I would say overall, though, I the album's fine. The album's good. Yeah. And even though, right. even though we each had our own biggest flop, and even though like I would agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the flops are like truly. They're not detrimental. No, no. no. Except Humble Quest. So I think that one probably actually. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> okay, that's just kind of. I guess. <laughs> I had bop next to a lot of songs when I was really mm. going through which what was a bop and what was a flop, and right. I had a ton of bops. It was very hard for me to pick my number one song too. Mm-hmm. There it's were like absolutely. three or four that I was like, oh, which one is my favorite? Absolutely. And that's a good sign. That's a great a sign, sign of a good album because. Yeah. There are a lot of albums with maybe one or two bops on it. Oof. So, Britt, we didn't yeah. even ask you this, but I, I think it's important that we, we we ask what we have a chance before the mic's off. Ah. Before the yeah. party's before over, as Chili Eilish would say. Yeah. What Oscar constant, winner, by what the con- way. What constitutes a good album to you? Like a bop of an album. A bop of an album. Yeah. Like, what is... What is an, uh, and I, if, if it would help, for me, a bop of an album is... If if it's not, if an album has three or four good songs that I would take and put on a playlist, but I would like never go back and listen to the album from beginning to end. Not about that's not a bop of an album. A bop of an album is I want to go back to listen to this body of work, this cohesive body of work, and enjoy it from beginning to end. And like you can still take some songs and put them on playlist, but you go back because you want to listen to the mm-hmm. album. Yeah. What's what would you say your experiences and how you view a bop of an album? That's a tough question, honestly. Um, I do think there's something to be said about different times in your life or moments in your life where an album can come out and it can just mm. remind you of that time in your life where yep. things were really great or you know, yeah. you're know going to this really high, high or low, low. Um, and on that note, I think you also have to have lyrics that have a lot of meaning. Like, yeah. I, if, if I want to feel sad, then it's got to have really heartfelt messages mm-hmm. or if it yeah. needs to be upbeat and fun. I don't know. Did I answer your question? I think I, I think you did. And if anyone's curious about kind of the songs that that made or the albums that made um, Simon and I, that's right. Go back and listen to that. Funny app. enough, we have an episode, and it was really dedicated good, to that I have fun to episode. Say, it was a great app. But what I, I would agree with you, Britt, Brit, a little bit of you go back to certain albums for certain kind of periods of, of your life. That's one hundred percent. I think something that I I look back on very fondly of those albums that were kind of at those peak moments in my life and like where I was at this certain moment or like sometimes they're like scars sometimes they're like the happy right? things yeah. just like, it's so interesting like, like I always remember like the first time I I've probably talked about this on the podcast but the first time I was like 
oh, I think I know what depression feels like. I was <laughs> I was listening to the song. It's so random. Wherever, whenever by Shakira. <laughs> That song reminded you of depression? Well, it was what I was listening to when I felt it, and it was, like, raining outside. I still love the song, but, like, isn't that funny that, like, that's the first yeah. time I remember, like, oh, that's what that is. That's what that feels huh. like. That's, this is depression yeah. right now in this okay. very moment. Wherever. But it is an undeniable bop of a song. Un- undeniable. 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 So we have one last section mm. or segment or whatever, whatever we want to call it. That's right. It's the single obsession. Single obsession. Of the week. Of the week. Um, Simone, do you have one you want to start us off with? I do, I do. Um, So, uh, for me this week, it's a song called Sweat, and it's the Sophie remix. Rest in peace, Sophie. Love you. We love you. Um, And it's by Soniku and Liz with Sophie. And it's a bot, baby. Gotta be able to listen. High energy. You would like it for the gym, I think. I think I will. Yeah. I think I would. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? For me, uh, you know, the, the song that I'd want to give um, Single Obsession to, this week, nothing new came out that really, like, took an anchor to my ear. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think what I have to do is just go back to, like, the the backlog of okay. other songs that Gotta I've... Gotta do it sometimes. I've wanted to give a little spotlight to that I haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. And that week, or that this week, that is... The song Pretty by Astrid S. and Dagny. Okay. So I think this is kind of the premonition of the song right before um, Head on Fire, Griff, and Sigrid, which is like gonna be my number one song of the year. Like, I think Griffin. I think it has enough. Just Griff. Just just Griff. (laughs) Griffin's, there's someone else. Griffin is an EDM artist. Griff is like a a short Asian woman that has a beautiful voice. Apologies, Griff. But like, it was a good kind of first start and it, it almost to me in a weird way it feels like it was the inspiration for Head on Fire of mm-hmm. like these two powerhouse Swedish artists got together and they wrote a, wrote a song together that, that was pretty good and then Head on Fire was two British artists deciding they wanted to do the same and mm. it was fucking spectacular. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen. So pretty. Okay. Astrid S. Dagny. Right. Britt, what is, what is what's the song that you want to give Spotlight to this week? You know, you and I have actually talked about this artist, and his album came out, gosh, probably a year ago, S.G. Lewis. We love Ugh, I, Stan. I love the song Impact. So, and it's, again, it's not anything brand new, but it's, yeah. and it's Robin. It and I'm like, is. how does, this, how is every gay not obsessed with this song? Because I feel like not very many know about this song. Well, all I can say is you're absolutely right about that one. That was, oh, talk oh, about, I'm oh, gonna. Uh, from that intro, yeah. Oh, you know it's going to be right a good when she one. came. Right Mom, when she came. Right. Wiggle and Jiggle. I think it's it was good, my number two or three most played song last year. It's, it's a good workout song oh, yeah. for me. It is not the my top pop from that album, I don't think. But I think it is. Oh, it, I think it was for mine. I can't remember. I think what it was. was I think it was yours. I th- mine was. Was yours Chemicals? No. That's what I was just going to say. No. Th- that was, was a Feed the Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed the Fire was fucking fire. Oh, it's so good. Um. Well, oh, and I also love Channel Trace. He's someone who like watch out for him. Watch out. He opened watch for Robin for last Chance time Trace. she was here, and God, he was so good. Oh, oh, we love Channel Trace. 
Well, uh, we officially did it. We made it. Can you believe? Oh, so happy to have been here, you guys. Thank you. This Thank was you for so coming. Fun. Oh my gosh, you brought the energy. You were like, I don't know if this. I don't know, guys. You guys, I was so I nervous know. when I first got here. No, you guys are pros, be. and you're so witty. It's so, no. Thank it, you. It, you came and you brought the energy, Britt. Like you were really great too. You came, you saw like, me conquered. You, you did. A, you did a great job. Yeah. You did a Thanks, great job. Guys. I hope I did Marin justice. <sighs> you you did, and probably even Marin justice. Oh, Marin. Maren, my my my, my girl, my girlfriend's seventh grade, Maren Maris. <laughs> um, Britt, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you want people to follow you anywhere, or you want to be a mystery? Um, I'm on Instagram. I mean, Britt Murphy eighty, very Brit creative Mur name. Love that. You'll um, see you'll see it in the podcast description. There you yeah, go. There that's you go. about it. How about, so, how about you, Aaron? You can find me at the Aaron. Uh, look at the spelling in the podcast description. There you go. Simon, what about you? At the realist Simon, uh, and if you want to follow our Instagram uh, for the pod, it's Bobber Flop Pod, right? Podcast. Podcast. Oh, Sorry. I need to follow you guys. You, you oh, better. You're missing out a lot of good content. A lot of great content. Adding right now. There you go. And if you want to uh, follow my uh, my eclectic little Spotify playlist, it's I Love This playlist. And that's well, that. Well, Britt, again, this was such a treat. Such a treat. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. You did a great job. All right. Well, until next time. Until next week. Well, actually, we might take a break next week. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> until next time. Bye. Bye.